Coming up on today's show, we'll outline the most common financial risk in retirement and offer solutions to help avoid them. That and much more. Stay tuned. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Welcome into Retirement Rue. It's always about retirement. It's powered by Simon & Simon Financial in the New Orleans market. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and it's, again, always about retirement. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation, so listen up for that. So as we get closer to retirement, we hope to minimize our financial risk and we want to travel and spend time with the grandkids or maybe just relax, right? So these are these are risks that can sneak up on you and we wanted to help you avoid these at all costs. So these are the biggies and we've got some ideas on how to uh, not run into these. All right. So Grant, let's start with this one. Market volatility. Yeah, Morgan, you know, this is something that obviously everyone's dealing with at the moment. The market since uh, the beginning of this year, since January of 2022, has obviously been extremely volatile. Um, but interestingly, when it comes to volatility, uh, there's a company called First Trust who recently came out with a report in regards to bear markets in the United States. The S&P just recently entered a bear market. That's a drop of at least 20%. Uh, the average bear market in the U.S. lasts for about 1.4 years with an average loss of about 41%. And this is why it's so important to maintain a diversified portfolio and why it's even more important as you get closer to retirement to make sure that the allocation that you have for your retirement portfolio is invested correctly. You have to be prepared for the potential of having big swings in the market right before or right after you retire and start taking income. If you allocate your portfolio properly, you can survive that one and a half or two years while the market is rebounding. If you have all of your retirement assets subjected to the swings in the market and you don't have a place to go to get the income that you need that isn't affected by the drops in the market, you're left with some very tough decisions to make. So it's all about getting the allocation right and making sure that you're doing that as you get closer to your retirement date. Again, I tell you folks, as you move towards your golden years and you get closer and closer, you want to minimize your financial risk. And we're talking about some big things to avoid. So be aware and plan for market volatility. And this next one, we're seeing it. I mean, we saw the market volatility. It's, it's going on right now. But this next one, I mean, go to the gas pump, go to the grocery store. Inflation is here and it has a huge impact. Yeah, I think that inflation is probably one of the biggest risks that retirees face. It's like a cancer. It just keeps growing. It's very difficult to get under control once we have inflation. And so what ends up happening, if you don't have the benefit of still working, getting those cost of living adjustments via raises when you are in, in your job, then you are really at a disadvantage if you're living off of a fixed income. Now, fortunately, Social Security has done a relatively good job of keeping up with inflation. Back in 81, 82, when we had really high inflation, uh, Social Security raised its 
payments by 25% in a two-year period to adjust for the rise of inflation. But if you're one of those people who has a lot of assets that are in cash and or in very low interest-bearing accounts like CDs that are paying half a percent, maybe 1%, you're, you can get into a position where the increased costs to live, gas, food, all the things that we have to buy just to, to live a normal life, if those costs go up and your fixed income is not going up with those increasing costs, your purchasing power decreases and you can get in a hole that's very difficult to climb out of. Again, it is about having that allocation done correctly so that you can make a good enough return to keep up with the inflationary rate. So inflation on the mind. And to that end, Megan Horneman, Chief Investment Officer at Veridence Capital Advisors, well, she offers this up. Bear markets, they're very ugly when you're trying to find the bottom. Um, you get a lot of very big downturns, then you get a lot of big days. Um, it's You have to be patient. Um, what we're advising clients is to look at over the history, if you look at the long term, when you see a 20% decline in the S&P 500, if you can be patient and, and ride out that volatility, if you enter when we drop 20%, a year later, you know, returns are in the double digits and up 70% of the time, three, five, 10 years later, you're up 90 or 100% of the yeah. time with strong returns. So you have to be patient. Look at your long-term objectives. Once again, uh, Megan Horneman, Chief Investment Officer at Veridence Capital Advisors, just talking about market volatility, having to be patient. Now, Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell appeared before the Senate Banking Committee recently, uh, and uh, we want to talk about that, Grant. I mean, and the, here are the comments. It was asked some, some very tough questions about inflation, and here Here's what he says about the recession, uh, and is it optimal? We estimate the, the longer-run neutral level of the federal funds rate to be in around 2.5%. And actually, we think it will be appropriate uh, to, to raise rates above a neutral level into a, a, a moderately, modestly uh, restrictive level because this is very high inflation, and it's hurting everybody, and, and we need to do our job and, and get inflation back on, on a path down to 2%. And the way we're going to do that, we think, is, is raise rates, of course, to that level. Of course, it, everything depends on the data that we see. Okay, Grant, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, do you think this can be achieved in a timely manner? You know, Morgan, I think it's possible, but it's very difficult to achieve. Um, if we look back in history, there really are no examples of the Federal Reserve being able to create what they call that, that soft landing, uh, being able to raise rates just enough to tame inflation and not throw us into a recession. Um, Volcker had to, Volcker had to uh, raise rates to about 20% to get inflation under control back in 80, 81, that, that period of time. So I do think that it's possible, but it is very difficult to achieve. The good news from my perspective um, is I think that it's more likely that we'll experience a relatively mild recession instead of a deep and prolonged recession like we experienced from 01, 02, 03. Uh, we've got a very strong labor market. I do think that it is more likely that uh, we go into a uh, kind of uh, milder recession than what we have experienced in the past. And we come out of it probably a little bit quicker than uh, than most. So that is good news from my perspective. Well, publisher Steve Forbes, obviously Forbes magazine, he's not too sure about where we're headed. 
the economists may define recession as two down quarters in a row, but tens of mm -hmm. millions of households feel they're already falling behind <laughs> as wages are not keeping up with inflation every time they go shopping or buy, buy at the pump. So, yes, the recession worries are very, very real. And unfortunately, the Federal Reserve, even though they aren't explicit about it, they think you curb inflation by making people poorer, by slowing the economy down. So, yes, we're in for rough times. Whatever name you want to give to it, the economy is going down. Grant, agree? Uh, I, I think we're in for more volatility over the next five to six months. But the stock market is always six to nine months ahead of where we are at a given point in time. The market's already pricing in a recession. And typically, by the time we're actually in the middle of a recession, the market is usually started to rebound. I think we probably we had negative uh, growth for the last quarter. We won't know till probably next month whether we are officially in a recession. I think it, we probably are technically in a recession right now. Uh, but, you know, five, six months from now, I think it is pretty likely that we are going to see the market start to rebound because, again, the market's always six to nine months ahead of where we are at any given point in time. So I do think the market is going to continue to be volatile. And yes, I do think that the economy is heading in the wrong direction. But whether or not we go into a very deep and prolonged recession, that's another matter. Folks, the bottom line is, I mean, you need to be prepared. I mean, uncertain times, uh, inflation on the rise, uh, the economy has been up and down, the stock market up and down. You know, where is your portfolio? How is your retirement plan going? If, you, if you're sitting there and you feel good about your portfolio, but you don't have a plan, you are behind. You need to get ahead of this. You need to have a plan and make sure that you're including all these different scenarios that right now are coming right down the pipe. You need to be ready for it. Once again, there's an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial, and you have that opportunity presenting itself right now. We have five positions on the calendar. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. All right, Retirement Rue listeners, you've got an opportunity here to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number. We have five positions on that calendar available right now, 800 728 2225. That's 800 728 2225. Call it now, 800 728 2225. Preparation is key when it comes to any big event in life. And the higher the stakes, the more unpredictable things become. Why you shouldn't rely on predictions from the Fed for when this will end, rather focus on what matters most. Details when we come back.
Welcome back into Retirement Roo, powered by Simon & Simon Financial right here in the New Orleans market. And again, the team is made up of father and founder of Simon & Simon Financial, Gerald Simon, Chad Simon, and Grant Simon, father and sons, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we are about to get into it. But before we do, we're going to talk to, well, the man about the recession. That's right. Gerald, come on in here. And, and Gerald, being in this business now going on six decades, you've seen many market drops, corrections, and yes, recessions. Now, in your experience, what's the greatest fear you think people have when it comes to a recession or the fear of a recession? Well, Morgan, there are obviously lots of fears around a recession or the threat of a recession, but how each person internalizes or deals with those fears is different. Overall, though, it really depends on where you are on your financial time horizon. If you're just starting your career or finishing college, the fear could be, will a good paying job be waiting for me when I get out of school? We saw the devastating effects on college grads after the 2008 and 2009 market crash and recession. If you're in the middle of your career and we experience a recession, I think the biggest fear is, will I keep my job? We saw millions lose their jobs in the last recession. And for many folks, it took years to recover. And lastly, for those who are retired or just entering retirement, I think the biggest fear is, have I saved enough money for my retirement to last the remainder of my life? for my money to last the remainder of my life. With inflation at an all-time high, purchasing power has been greatly diminished, and no one knows how long this market volatility and high inflation will last. So it really depends on where you are in your financial life. But the biggest key to ensuring you will make it through whatever the economy may bring is to save early and often and have a plan. We say here in this office, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Well, that's wise words. And there's a lot of uncertainty out there. People are, you know, for lack of a better term, they're freaking out. I mean, they're, they're very concerned. So, you know, if this is a recession we're in, that's what we're talking about. Gerald Simon, again, father and founder of Simon & Simon Financial, wise words. Chad, we're going to bring you in now and talk, talk about just how retirees and retirement savers, people that are getting closer to retirement, should get ready uh, for a recession. A lot of people say we're already in one or we're definitely headed there. Uh, first one up, man, just save more. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. By far the biggest one early often is save as much as possible. That is absolutely your best insurance policy. So, you know, by far the biggest risk for pre-retirees in a recession is losing your job, like Gerald spoke about. If you're working, make sure you have an emergency fund you can tap into if those paychecks stop. Most financial experts believe you should have at least six months worth of expenses in your emergency fund. So again, save early and often, make sure you've got a cushion there because um, uh, that's your biggest risk for pre-retirees losing that job. It's a big one. I mean, and think about this too, folks. I mean, if we're headed to a recession where interest rates are going to rise, prices <laughs> are on the rise. You go to the gas pump, you go to the, the grocery store, you're seeing it all there. You know, certainly you need to save as much as you possibly can. But man, I tell you, if you've got high interest debt, you need to pay it down. 
Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. So, you know, the money you save in interest, especially as rates continue to climb, can be used to build that emergency fund, right? And all things being equal, paying off credit card charges up to 16% or 30% in interest is kind of the same as earning that same amount on your money by paying it down, right? Um, also understand the difference between what we like to call good debt and bad debt. Good debt would be your mortgage. You know, for most folks, your home is your largest asset. So having a mortgage, especially if you have a low interest rate, like a lot of people do now, is not a bad thing at all. High interest rate consumer debt, like credit card debt, is bad debt, um, typically. And, and we do think you should work to pay down um, those funds or pay down that, that debt because of the high interest rate, especially now. Um, it will increase your savings as well. So good debt, bad debt, know the difference. Um, and understand which ones to pay down first. How do you get ready for a recession if you are near retirement or in retirement? You are listening to Retirement Rue, powered by Simon & Simon Financial, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, uh, of course, hosting this show. And we talk retirement topics each and every week. And each and every week, there's an opportunity for our radio listeners to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation, listen up for that opportunity. So kind of going down uh, things that you need to be aware of in getting ready for a recession, save more, you know, save as much as you possibly can, pay down the high interest debt uh, and do that uh, as quickly as you can, because that's eating into your retirement. Uh, Chad, what about keeping a cash stash? Yeah, so we talked about this, how just important cash is, uh, and it's probably the most important key. And retirees who are taking withdrawals from their savings should keep about a year's worth of expenses in cash in their retirement account. Um, bear markets and stocks typically last about a year. You don't want to sell stocks. You don't want to sell positions as the market is falling. Uh, and there's really no other option if you don't have that cash. If your investments are down 10% and you sell 5%, your account is now down 15 um, so you know, not only having a cash, but also when it comes to asset allocation in retirement, making sure that you have assets invested in accounts that are, are assets that are not um, cannot be affected by market downturns. So you always have a place to go during that four months to 15 months, um, the average time it takes for the market to get back up during that time, always have a place to go um, for that for that asset or for that income, um, have assets that are immune from market losses. Having that asset allocation will get you through those times so you aren't forced to make the knee-jerk decision of selling when the market's lowing or having to take income by selling assets that are down. Big one. Folks, I, I tell you, just having a plan, having a conversation about what you're going to do as we seem to be, you know, right on the edge of a recession or already edging into a recession type period, you know, what are you doing? Save more pay down the high interest debt, keep some cash on hand, make sure you're there. And what about this one, Chad, staying safe? Yeah, so that's right. So most cash options pay little to nothing in interest, at least, you know, at current interest rate levels. Um, you know, most market funds or money market funds, a typical cash option and brokerage account currently pay anywhere from, you know, three tenths of a percent to seven tenths of a percent, which is not very much, but it's better than losing 20 or 30 percent in a bear market like we're experiencing now. If you do take cash withdrawals from your retirement account during a bear market, you'll give your other riskier investments time to recover. Again, this is what we talked about, how always having assets and positions that are immune from market losses. Um, again, if you have a place to go for that income during market downturns, place to take income, at least two years of income from assets that are immune from market downfall, you can ride out 
on your riskier assets, you can write out that losses. Again, it only counts as a loss if you take it out while it's down. Again, losses or gains are made until um, the market is, is funds are sold and the money's taken. Um, so if you can get through those periods by having income from those assets that are less at risk or have no risk, um, you can pretty much make it through any market downturn and ensure your retirement goals will be met throughout your lifetime, no matter what happens. Retirement Roo, powered by Simon & Simon Financial, going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar here in just a little bit. We've got five positions on the next week's uh, calendar that will be made available to you, the radio listener. Going over how retirees and retirement savers, those getting close to retirement, should get ready for a recession. Again, a lot of experts out there saying we are already in one and we don't know how long it's going to last. Things you need to do, save more money, pay down your high-interest debt, keep cash in at hand, keep cash, you know, available to you. Also stay safe. And then this last one, and this one, last one we have time for, uh, Chad, is just, you know, don't be impatient. You need to kind of take it easy and stay on the sidelines. Yeah, right. You know, sooner or later, everyone's going to be attempted to buy back stocks. If you've gone to cash or even for your, your less risky assets, uh, you're going to be tempted at some point as the market keeps going down to get back in. You know, really take your time. No one can time the market just correctly. No one knows when the bottom's here or where the crest is here. So if you do start buying in, start buying in in multiple frequency, lower amounts. Don't put large chunks in at a time. Don't go all back in at one time and tie yourself to one starting point. You know, keep in mind that by the time the NBR, the never National Bureau of Economic Research has officially declared a recession has started, it's probably near the end. After all, you know, economic data usually lags, particularly GDP, gross domestic product, and markets are typically six to nine months ahead of the economy. Um, the average recession lasts about 10 months, uh, and the invert typically needs about nine months to collect all the data it needs to declare whether a recession has started. All right, we've got five positions on the calendar. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design and easy understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There is no obligation or cost to all callers. We have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current plan or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. We'll then perform a tax analysis to show you how you can possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right. The goal of the show, help you make the best decision when it comes to your retirement. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, again, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, five spots, 800 800- 728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, no cost, obligation, no pressure. There you go. 800-728-2225. We all know that marriage is a partnership and never is that more important than when you get close to retirement. We've got some tips just ahead on today's show. Welcome back into Retirement Roo. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of the firm. 88 combined years experience between these three father and sons. And again, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And each and every week, we talk retirement. And each and every week, we open up a few calendar spots with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. So when we open them up... 
jump on them and feel better about where you are in your retirement planning process. So it doesn't matter if you're newlyweds or approaching your golden anniversary, working together towards retirement, well, it's crucial. We've got some strategies that can help you get there. And here's a hint, and this is a big one, Probably haven't heard it before. I'm kidding. It all starts with the plan. So, Grant, let's start with you. Uh, Couples, married, takes a team effort. Yeah, it certainly does, Morgan. Uh, You know, although each spouse is ultimately responsible for his or her own retirement, it certainly makes sense for couples to save for retirement together. Um, No matter what you're doing as a couple, you always want to make things a team effort because together you're stronger than apart. And so when we start talking about the best way to put a plan together to save for retirement, if you're a couple, doing it together is going to allow both of you to get to that place, retirement, quicker and do it in an a a more cohesive fashion. Uh, If you make sure that you're on the same page and understand what the goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, ultimately, you're going to have more success. Folks, it's all about being on the same page. I mean, if you're married, uh, you need to kind of sit down and get this thing together. It needs to be a team effort. Uh, You also need to talk, Grant, about goals in retirement, because I would imagine uh, you guys see couples that come in and they really haven't talked about this. Yeah, that certainly happens a lot, more more than most people might expect. Um, But really, you want to talk to your spouse about what your retirement goals are. If one of you uh, is planning on retiring and staying at home and just enjoying, uh, you know, uh, being off and with the grandkids and the other spouse is ready to hit the road, buy an RV and be gone for three years, that is a very uh, disparate uh, uh, retirement goals that they have. So you want to make sure that you're talking about this with your spouse. What are our plans for retirement? Are we going to do a lot of traveling? Are we going to stay at home and spend time with the grandkids? I mean, what are, what are our plans going to be? And then once you identify those plans and what you think you're going to do, as you get closer to retirement, you want to be checking in with your spouse and making sure that those goals that y'all initially set out are still what you're planning for, still what y'all want to do in retirement. I think that is very, very important. Going over some strategies for couples as you get close to retirement, and you're, you, I mean, you're in this planning process, need to make sure you're together on it. So it's a team effort. Uh, you align your goals for retirement. You talk about those before you actually get to retirement. And this happens quite a bit, this next one. You've got to plan for age gaps because there's going to be one retiree that's a little bit older than the other. Possibly. Yeah, this is something we spend a lot of time on uh, in our office to make sure that if there is a difference in age, a, a significant age gap, that you prepare for the younger spouse, typically uh, the, the female that's in the relationship. You want to prepare for that younger spouse's age. That should be the guiding light on how you build that allocation. Because if you had a 10 or 12 year difference in age between spouses, and you were only planning for the older spouse to be able to make it through retirement, you got another 10, 12, 15 or longer years that the younger spouse is going to have to make it. So you've got to do the planning process based on the younger age, the way that the investments are registered is very important to give the younger spouse the most options if something happens to the older spouse from a death benefit perspective. All of these things come into play, and it's very important that your advisor understands the differences 
in how investment should be allocated and registered for that potential legacy benefit. Talking about married couples and their retirement, how it's going to go, make sure it's a team effort. You know, these are just tips, uh, you know, align the goals, make sure you talk about what you want to do in retirement before you actually get there because you don't want a train wreck, you know what I mean? And then also, if there is an age gap, you got to plan for that as well. Chad, let's bring you in. Uh, this happens quite a bit. There might be a situation where uh, two two ways this could go. Uh, you you can't retire at the same time because you need you need funds coming in or, uh, you know, you have someone in the in in that relationship that wants to continue to work. So maybe stagger your retirements. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, while it may sound like a, you know, a fun idea to retire at the same time, it's certainly a goal for a lot of couples that we meet. It can be difficult to make such a, a large adjustment um, at the same time or by both of you, both spouses retiring it together. Um, by retirement simultaneously, your income will stop abruptly, which can be a shock to your household finances. You also have the issue of potentially losing benefits at the same time which can definitely create issues if one or both of you have not reached Medicare age. Folks, it's all about having a plan. And right now we're focusing on married couples that get to retirement. Things you can do uh, to make it go a little bit easier, you know, get on the same team. Uh, you're going to the meetings together. You're talking about it. You're aligning your retirement goals. Uh, you make a plan if there is an age gap between the spouses. Uh, you stagger your retirements. Possibly maybe you need to do that. Uh, maybe you want to continue to work. Uh, Social Security is the next one, Chad, and you're a specialist here. Uh, but really, you've got a plan for Social Security in a married couple situation. You want to plan for it anyway, but as a couple, you know, when you're taking it, uh, it it's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for most uh, spouses, for most couples, um, you know, Social Security is going to be your largest income asset. Um, and back in May of 16, the file and suspend loophole, which uh, we talked a lot about, we did Social Security education workshops for years talking about this uh, specific loophole. Well, that file and suspend loophole was actually phased out in 2016. Um, this strategy had been used by couples to increase their Social Security benefits by taking advantage of spousal benefits and delaying their own retirement credits simultaneously. Uh, we would see couples you know, go from a lifetime income of you know, 600000 or 800000 to $1.2, $1.4 million. Um, it, was, it was quite a loophole, but they did close that loophole. The new legislation also means that anyone born in 1954 or later won't be able to use the quote, restricted application uh, option to collect a spousal benefit while letting their own benefits rise. Filing for spousal benefits is now deemed by Social Security to trigger your own retirement benefit as well. Um, that being said, it is still incredibly important to understand um, what you're going to get from Social Security, how much you're going to get, so that you understand what your options are, whether or not you should or could be able to take it earlier than later, um, or, or whether you should wait. Um, how it coincides with your actual retirement date versus your spouse's retirement date um, when you your spouse will collect social, uh, your Medicare benefits. So one of the big things we do here is Social Security planning, and we've got a great calculator and um, software that we use, and we can run any different number of scenarios. So even though the Social Security maximization benefits pre-16 were, were the loopholes allowed for a great expansion, a great increase in lifetime income. Um, there are still many ways to ensure that you and your spouse are taking Social Security the right way um, by doing that Social Security planning. 
You're locked into Retirement Rue. It's all about retirement, powered by Simon & Simon Financial, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. Hitting some tips for couples as you move towards retirement and into retirement, make sure you're together on your plan. Uh, make sure you're aware of each other's retirement goals. You're on the same page there. Uh, maybe there is a age gap and that's going to cause uh, a little bit of an issue, but you need to plan for it and you may want to stagger your retirements. That's another one. Uh, make sure you have a social security drawdown plan, how you're going to handle your benefits. And the last one, Chad, and you can make this quick, uh, healthcare. It's a big, big deal. A lot of people get so excited about retirement. You really got to make sure that not only healthcare, but long-term care is included. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So so everyone knows Medicare kicks in when you turn 65. So if your spouse isn't there yet, uh, make sure you have a health care plan in place to fill that gap. We deal with this a lot. One spouse is 67, 68. They're retiring. They're losing benefits. The other spouse is maybe 61, 62. So they need a gap health insurance plan for that two or three years before they get on Medicare themselves. A lot of people think, you know, uh, you know, I've got to continue to work because there are no options. There are options. Healthcare planning is a big part of uh, successful retirement planning and what we do here at the office every day. Um, and then for long-term care, again, whether or not long-term care insurance is right for you really depends on your situation. But again, having a plan for both long-term care and health insurance costs uh, is vital to ensure um, your overall success in retirement throughout your lifetime. All right. We got five positions on the calendar at Simon and Simon Financial. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current plan or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes, increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. Okay. Married couples and anyone else that is planning for retirement, but you don't actually have a plan, this is an opportunity right now. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. We have five positions. Here's the number, 800 728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. It's a courtesy service provided at no cost, no obligation, and there's no pressure. You come in, you have this conversation. It's to help educate and enlighten. You're going to feel better about where you currently sit. You'll talk about your goals and, of course, that roadmap to get you to those goals. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Is the most wonderful time of the week. We answer questions from listeners after the break. Retirement Room, rolling on the New Orleans market. It's powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between father and sons, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years, their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And each and every week, we open up a few calendar spots for Simon & Simon Financial for radio listeners only. So when we do, grab them. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Talk about where you are in your retirement planning process. And let me tell you this, if you have a portfolio and you're feeling good, that's not a plan. 
need to have a plan for when you get to retirement and you can't start soon enough. Never too late, really, but make sure you have a plan when it comes to your retirement. All right. Question and answer. Always a lot of fun. Let's go to Metairie. First question is from Corey. Chad, this one's for you. At the end of every year, our savings basically gobbled up. My husband is 48 and now earns close to 300000 a year, but we only have 5000 saved. We recently moved to the area in an effort to save on state property taxes, you know, and move into a smaller home. We have drastically eliminated our cost of living expenses as well. Is it time to talk to someone who can help us? Yeah. Hey, Corey, thanks for the question. Well, first off, I just want to congratulate you both on getting to where you are now. You know, the biggest key to being able to save, even if you haven't saved enough at this point, is having, you know, high income and low expenses. So with your husband's current income and the reduction of your debt, you guys really should be able to save a tremendous amount going forward, uh, which will give you a huge leg up when it comes time to retirement. So in my opinion, you have the hard part done, right? Uh, But now is the time to put together a plan you can stick to uh, and set up short and long-term goals. And yes, the best way to do that, in our opinion, is with the financial advisor, financial planner. Make sure you're working with someone that is a fiduciary, someone you really trust and you feel really listens to you. Uh, and what your needs are, and someone that you and your husband can work with uh, to design a plan that will ensure you reach your retirement goals under the most conservative of returns. But terrific question, Corey, and congrats again on getting this far. Retirement Rue, question and answer. There's going to be an opportunity uh, immediately following our Q&A to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. Next question, Covington, the location. Chad, you're also going to handle this one from Mike. Here's the question. I've been evaluating some areas of my estate plan. My father-in-law willed about 15000 in gold to me, and I don't know much about the world of precious metals or what I could do with it. What are your thoughts on precious metals in this inflationary times? Yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, terrific question. Um, so when it comes to precious metals like gold and silver, a lot of people are talking about gold, silver, um, all their pressure metal, precious metals, especially with uh, inflation where it is. You know, we absolutely believe there is a place for these assets, but you really need to understand what these assets are and really more importantly, what they are. Precious metals are a hedge against inflation and against a reducing purchasing power for a reducing value of the dollar. They are not income producing assets. They aren't typically a good growth asset as technology increases and we continue to move to more digital means of currency and commerce. Precious metals will become harder to use a currency replacement. So metals' largest benefit is is a hedge against inflation um, and the falling value of a dollar. So given its limited range, we do believe you should have some gold or silver, but we really don't believe it should be more than you know one to five percent of your total portfolio. Remember, it's your traditional assets they're going to provide the growth and income you will need throughout your retirement. Uh, so you're going to want to put most of your portfolio in those type of assets. But having a small portion in gold or silver or some other precious metal is absolutely a good part of a well-diversified portfolio. Retirement Rue, question and answer. We roll on. We'll bring in Grant for the next two. Mandeville, the location, Fitz is there. Here's the question for you, Grant. Our last advisor met with us every six months, but this new one hasn't proactively reached out in two years. We haven't heard a peep out of him. Despite the recent economic concerns, what should we do? Well, Fritz, you know, your advisor should always be willing to meet with you. Um, 
But it can be difficult for advisors that have bigger practices to consistently schedule annual meetings with all of their clients. You know, Chad talks about this a lot. It's always good to be your own best advocate. And it is important if you need to meet or want to meet with your advisor, you should always uh, call them to schedule an annual meeting or whatever type of meeting that you want to discuss with them, any type of topic that you want to discuss with them. But calling and scheduling that meeting uh, yourself is perfectly okay, too. There's nothing wrong with you uh, uh, taking the bull by the horns and saying, look, we want to meet every year, and and you call and you schedule that meeting. Uh, I don't think it's good if your advisor never reaches out to you. That shouldn't happen. Um, But at the same time, uh, again, it's always good to be your own best advocate. If you want to talk with your advisor about something, call him up, schedule an appointment. If he doesn't uh, have time to see you, then you start getting to a place where things might be really bad and might need to look elsewhere. Question and answer. It always going to lead to more questions, seemingly. Uh, you're, you're in a situation possibly similar uh, to some of these questions. Just make sure, you know, your plan is going to be unique to you. And again, I've said this before, and certainly uh, Simon and Simon Financial, uh, they're, on the same, they're on the same boat here. You know, a portfolio is not a retirement plan. You can have a fantastic portfolio, uh, but having a plan to go with it is going to be vital. So, Next question and final question of the program comes from New Orleans. It's Gloria, and Grant, this one also for you. Gloria, I'm 61 years old, and I plan on working until I'm 65 and eligible for Medicare. Due to some health issues, I'm reducing my hours, and again, she has this in here, which will significantly reduce my income for the next four years. I thought this was a good plan because it keeps my health insurance intact, but now... I am wondering if the lower earnings will impact profit sharing when I retire. I know the final distribution is based on earnings and time on the job. Should I retire now while my income is up or should I wait until I am 65 years old? Yeah, Gloria. So this is one that really depends on the answer to this question really depends on the type of profit sharing plan you have. Um, If it's a defined benefit plan, what most people call a traditional pension plan, it could very well be in your best interest to retire when your income is highest. Now, when I think of profit sharing plan, uh, what I see most often with profit sharing plans today is they're incorporated into a 401k or other defined contribution plan. Uh, In that case, the amount you're making when you retire really doesn't matter all that much. The only thing that it would affect is the amount that the company contributed to the profit sharing plan for those last four years or so. For instance, if you were making $100,000 a year and your profit sharing contribution from the company was 25% of income for that year, and you dropped your income from 100 down to 50, you would reduce the amount that the company contributes to the profit sharing plan by half. But it would not affect dramatically what you're going to receive from the profit sharing plan. So it really depends on what type of plan you're, you're describing. If it's one of those defined benefit plans, the traditional pension plans, yes, it is probably in, the, in your best interest to retire now when your income is the highest. But if it's like what we see most profit sharing plans as today, then the only difference is you'll have lower contributions for the last couple of years 
and it would affect how much you get out, but only slightly. So that's that's the real um, uh, determining factor. Now, if uh, you're worried about health insurance, I will tell you this. There are a lot of options out there to bridge that gap from 61, 62 to 65 when you get on Medicare. So sit down with somebody that really understands uh, uh, Medicare insurance and health insurance during that gap period. And I promise you, there's going to be a plan out there that can get you there if you have one of those defined benefit plans where your income really does affect what you're going to receive. Yeah, it starts with a conversation, folks. Everybody needs a plan for retirement. Uh, Again, portfolio alone, uh, fantastic way to build it. Good job, but have a plan and work with a pro and make sure that plan not only gets you to retirement, but gets you through retirement. Well, now's the opportunity, no cost or obligation to have this conversation with Simon and Simon Financial. See where you are in your retirement planning process. If you need to pivot, obviously, you'll get that advice as well. It's no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge a retirement income. Folks, no cost, no obligation, no pressure to get a better handle on your retirement situation. And you can do this right now. We have five positions on the calendar. Here is the number. 800 728 2225 Again, anything we've been talking about today has has sparked a question. Well, get an answer. It is your retirement. Make sure you have a plan, right? A roadmap to get you to your retirement. You'll talk about your goals and, of course, the plan to get you there. Again, we've got five positions. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here is the number, five spots. They will go fast. 800 800- That's 800-728-2225. Call now. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.